Hello and welcome back to our podcast about a video game you may or may not have already played. I'm Juicebox. And I'm Jackson. And it's dangerous to go alone, so come with us as we chat about this week's video game. It's I like that you you iterated a little bit, but still kept it true and, and crushed it. Well done. Honestly, I feel like I've got it down to a science now. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. The only problem is, is I am a little sicky baby. Oh. I know. So, like, I've got a little bit of, like, a, a raspy, sexy voice today. Honestly, you've got that jazz voice. I got a jazzy voice. Yeah. Ooh. But, oh, why don't you come over and fuck me in the ass sometime? Oh, Whoa, that's a way <laughs> to start a stream. <laughs> Welcome on in, everybody. If you're listening to this in the morning, look out. Good morning. How yeah. are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Um, things have let up for me a little bit uh, in the last little while here. And mm-hmm. we got to hang out this week. You finished yes. up your pride and ended up in Vancouver for a couple of days. And we went for a lunch date. And it was adorable. We did. It was really nice. I enjoyed it quite a lot. We went to Cactus Club. Mm, shout out Cactus Club, I guess. An absolute classic. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did a little Cactus Club date. That was really nice. And we just had like a cute little date. Um, and now I'm home and I'm sick. Blaming you. I mean, I'm not uh, sick. <laughs> I feel like garbage, but I think it's exhaustion. Yeah. Yeah, Before we be. stray away from it, I wanted to share a moment. I, I mentioned it on stream last night, but I liked that when we were walking back after lunch, you ever mm-hmm. so gently bumped into me and were like super apologetic. And I was just kind of Oh, like, no, I bumped into your hand. Okay. Yeah, our hands touched. And you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, okay. And then no, and, and, and then, then we held hands. Hand. Yeah. <laughs> we held hands for like a half a block. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this is great. I just went, oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> so you're exhausted. That makes sense. How was yes. the last week of your pride? It was good. Um, it was one of those things where it's just like, I don't work a ton, like, I mostly work weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like my my winter times get a little dead. But Pride Month, that's all thrown out the window. It's just like, here's every gig ever in mm-hmm. two weeks, compacted one after the other mm-hmm. in, in a bunch of different cities. Yeah. How's that sound? And you're just like, I, I mean, great, but I would love, why don't we spread these out? Why don't we do a little spread out? Ooh, can I lay down in between a couple of these? (laughs) Do you think I could sleep? At one point, Saturday night, I did a show in Lethbridge, Alberta. Shout Um, out Lethbridge. I I, uh, And then I finished the show in Lethbridge, and then I literally wash my face, repack my bag, get driven to Calgary. It is, mind you, four in the morning. Wow. Get driven to Calgary to get on a flight to then go to Seattle. Mm-hmm. So no sleep has happened except for the two hour drive in the cab, which isn't really a restful sleep. And then like I get to Seattle and I take like another one of those naps where it's like you sleep for 20 minutes, but it feels like you slept for like an eternity and you wake up confused on where you are mm-hmm. and <laughs> immediately got into drag and did another show. It just crushed like, it though. So now you get to rest. I know. What's July look like? July's pretty slow, which is nice. I've got I've got a really big brand partnership uh, coming up that isn't it's confirmed, but I can't t- talk about it yet. So that's going to be happening on Twitch. But I know what it is. Yes, you do. Ooh. I got to tell you about it. I know. So I've got that coming up. I've got a brunch in Toronto. 
Um, and that's kind of it. Like, I've, well, you know what that sounds like? More streaming and Dungeons and Drag Queens. Hey, I know yeah. we're gonna make it happen this month. Yeah, and you know what? We talked about it last week that it got we got name swiped, which to be fair, we were also un, unintentionally name swiping from someone else. Yes. Um, but we came up with a new name and I'm like to a point and I've talked about it openly on stream and with all of my friends at work and they're all like, that's good. That's real good. Tuck and I didn't roll, come right? up with a name. Yeah. But I was, I was just about to say like, I'm so nervous that it, we've have so many good ideas that keep getting taken. Maybe we won't say the name, but it, we did. Uh, oh, oops. <laughs> Tuck and roll. I think it's great. I love it. Yeah. Shout out to Sam. Oh, Sam made it up. Yeah, yeah. That's my idea. That's a, that's very Sam. First idea. I was like, oh man, our name got swiped. I guess we can still do it. We'll just find a new name. Done. Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. I love it. Um, I'll then I'll get some of this. Uh, I'll message some people and maybe we can get on it for. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. And you're gonna DM right? Yep. Let's start working on it at the beginning of the month and then try to get it done at the end of the month. Mm, that sounds sexy. As long as we do great? it before July 31st, because I fly out to Vancouver for a week. Perfect. And then, or, or we could do it in person. Uh, I don't know if we could do it in person. Well, you and I could be in person. Oh, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. That's a lot of work. But I want to get into drag and like have my own little box. Okay, sure. Well, I mean, it would. <laughs> we could just do it so that you and I are in the same room, but on two completely different computer setups. No, I like my setup. <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 no. Anyways. Well, that makes sense to me. So how about last week's stream, or sorry, last week's podcast episode where we talked mm-hmm. about Five Nights at Freddy's and then we led the charge on anti-Five Nights at Freddy's. Dunked on it for a uh, full 45 minutes. And then two days later, they released the official trailer for the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. <laughs> it's like they were like, wow, you hate it? Guess what? <laughs> Here's a movie, fuckers. I had people literally were like, how did you know? And I was like, I got people on the inside, motherfucker. I got them. <laughs> did you watch the trailer? No. Because you're so so opposed. You're I hate so it. dedicated to no support Five Nights at Freddy's that you're like, I'm not even watching this fucking trailer. What's going to be good about the movie? The popcorn for me. I do like movie popcorn. Ooh. I picked up more popcorn today. It's the best. Joss Hutcherson is yeah, the lead. Guy. What else is he in? I recognized him. Uh, um, Hunger Games. Oh yeah, that movie I, series I didn't watch. Peter, Peter. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I do Peter! actually. Know oh, it's like a full like live action movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you think it was going to be an animated film? I figured it would be more animated. Yeah, Mm-mm. they did a good job with the animatronics. Does he sit in that goddamn room? He does for okay. a second, but like you, you can't have a whole film there. I mean, we set a pretty strong precedent against supporting this in any way, so like I'll torrent it probably. Uh. <laughs> I actually don't torrent films anymore. Let's go see it together. Okay. You, uh, when is it out? Five Nights at Freddy's is scheduled to be released simultaneously in theaters and on Peacock in the United States on October twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. All right. So Halloween. Yeah, let's spend Halloween together. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll make that Absolutely. All right, before we dive into this week's episode, um, I wanted to give you an update. The unthinkable has happened as far mm. as It's Dangerous to Go Alone, the podcast. No, no. Disney Dreamlight Valley, no longer our most listened to podcast episode. What has happened? I don't know how it happened, but... 
tell me why the 19th episode just ran up the ranks and took over only wow. by a few listens but like substantial i don't know how it happened gay stuff you think so eh we should just only cover gay games what's a what's another more gay game what's the gayest game what's the gayest game dream daddy we did that one and you know where it is not at the top oh yeah what's actually. the gayest game i don't know but fuck our us is that a game ain't ain't anal anal beads um space invaders is that a game it can be should we make gay games jackson i'd always love to make gay games with you <laughs> <laughs> she walked right into I that did. you walked right walked into it right yeah. into that it. was that one was way too easy right. like should we make gay games i'm like yeah let's fuck um <laughs> no hesitation <laughs> yeah especially with Didn't this fucking sexy voice i've got on oh, Ugh. yeah but i have my organic cold 911 upstairs ready to go i might not do that and i might just go right to the neocitrine uh, um yeah. go right to it hadn't have you ever had neocitrin? I don't think so, but I had friends. I think it's neocitrin. I had friends that when I was touring, mostly in the states, we'd be in Canada for like a week or two, and they were like, "I'm bringing back a bunch of boxes of neocitrin because we can't get Girl, it in America." I fuck with neocitrin. So I love neocitrin. Isn't it? A, is it a tea? Is it still a tea? It's basically a powder that you pour into boiling hot water, and it yeah. turns into like a lemon. Mine's apple cinnamon. But like a lemon flavored tea. About it. I don't know the the eye roll. Um, but I, I do, and it turns into like, and I put a little honey in it, and it's basically like it kind of tastes like medicine, but like nicer, okay. and it's warm, and it just cools everything down, or it warms everything up, and it has a little bit of numbing, <laughs> uh, and it's just like, and it, and that shit knocks you out so hard, so you are gone. What's the active ingredient and why is it not available in America? Because America, as far as I have seen in my time back and forth, a little less strict on its drugs. Neocitrin is ultra strength flu, contains a thousand milligrams of acetaminophen to reduce fever. That's that's available there. Am I making it up? Maybe it's... Yeah, I was going to say, you can get neocitrin in the States. I don't know what your friends are fucking saying. But that shit's a lapse. I love me some neocitrin. Pour that shit down my gullet. No, okay, I don't think so. Because this says, what is the American equivalent? Does anyone oh. know if neocitrin's available in the USA? From sunny California, I've been looking all around for neocitrin. No one's even heard of this product. Is this another item only available in Canada? That was 2008. Yes, it is! We're just going to pretend like nothing has changed between... 2008 and now and i was right so nailed it uh nope stop looking it is available how where show me don't just pretend i was right all right let Uh, me say this for some time when i was traveling in america it was still not available there it could be now time passes things change oh in the states it was called theraflu it was just a different name see but it's not the same Oh my god, Jackson. <laughs> but speaking of not the same, we're going to dive into this week's video game, which is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. The Ooh. sequel to Star Wars Jedi. Ooh. Nope, not even in the title. Wow. Try again. 
sequel. Star Wars to... Jedi Fallen Order. Suck it. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, you're right. Star Wars Jedi Survivor is an action-adventure game developed by Respawn Entertainment and published by Electronic Arts, a sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, in 2019, the game takes place five years after the ending of the first and continues the adventure of young Jedi Cal Kestis as he and his friends continue their struggle to survive the tyranny of the Galactic Empire. Survivor was released for the PlayStation 5, Windows, and Xbox uh, XS uh, on April 28, 2023, and it received generally favorable reviews from critics. I just want to say I like the word tyranny. I don't know why, but I tyranny. Just, tyranny. I know it sounds really intimidating. So we reviewed Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. And you played the shit out of it. I played a few hours of it, and that's where we're at. So Jedi Fall no, Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. I didn't play at all. So this is all you. You're going to tell me what you liked and you didn't. And I'm going to ask some questions. Five years later, Cal Kestis, more like Cal Kestis, am I right? Ew. (laughs) He, so this is what I know. Five years have passed. Cal has grown a beard. Period. That's all I know. So you basically meet him five years later and the the game sort of opens with him being captured. And then it kind of goes into like a gotcha this whole time. It was all my plan. So I'm not trapped in here with you. You're You're trapped in here with me. Very that. And then we're introduced to some new characters. Um, We've got a whole bunch of people that kind of just, you know, don't really last that long. But the one Whoops. character that you need to remember is Bode. Bode is the the kind of secondary character that you're introduced into this game that's going to follow along for most of the storyline. Sure. Um, so you're introduced to him, and then you kind of start this game a little bit more powerful than you started in the first one. In the first one, okay. you know nothing, right? Yeah. And you got just have your little Jedi fucking lightsaber, and that's it. Your little so in this one, lightsaber. your little cutie. So in this one, your base powers are everything you ended with. Okay. In the first game, That's which is great. great. You've got I'm double really jump. Curious. I'm always yeah, yeah, really yeah. curious, and we've talked about it before, probably. But when you do a, a sequel, you finish that first game, and everyone is so fucking powerful. Yeah. By the end of it, how do you start the next game and make a power reset or? ramp up make any sense so they don't reset you they don't create some bullshit (laughs) story plot line to strip you of all of your weapons and power you start there as a baseline and then you keep going to an extent you don't have like all all them you're still sort of baseline but you can you still have all of your force powers to an extent uh you have i think you start with two different lightsaber abilities so you have the double lightsaber Mm. uh you have a singular no you have your singular lightsaber and then you have the one that holds and it's got the on both sides sides, the darth maul so what what yeah the darth maul so what makes this different though on how they power you up throughout the game is you have the powers that are are now added are you can eventually take the lightsaber split it into two. Oh, then you so can then, okay, okay. So, yeah so you can dual weed we dual wield guys i'm sick it's rough talking right now dual wield you can uh wield one with a gun 
So you end up getting like a blaster. Okay. A and then pew. shut up. A pew pew. And then you end up getting like a huge fucking massive gigantic lightsaber. Yeah. That's got like the two little lights. Like it looks like a sword. Like the two little lightsabers on the side. Like, and the then an absolute. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need like, you need to hold it with two hands. Like your movement's a lot slower, but AO. Know a lot <laughs> about that. Um, And then you, um, so that that's another one. And then you also get more force powers. So you can also like confuse people. You can um, control people. You can take over droids. So there's those things as well. With the different lightsabers, it sounds like there's actually quite a bit of variance. Do yeah. they change how you play? Do they go into the vi- the classic video game adage of you have a big weapon, you are slower. You have a different. Do you have access yeah. to different attacks? So it's styles? almost. It's almost like, you know, when you're going to play like Mario Kart and then each car and each different iteration of how you adjust the car is going to change like your speed. It's going to change your drift. It's going to change your um, like how uh, your initial like takeoff, like all that stuff that changes acceleration. Thank you. Oh, my God. I really need to go to bed. Um, We'll we'll power through. We're going to make it. so that also changes. So your speed, your precision, everything changes depending on what uh, type of lightsaber you want to use. So my favorite was the dual wield with the two in each hand because it was fast and like a moderate power. And then I would go to the like mega big sword because it was like a one hit done. Oh, but it okay. was just it was a little slower. I'm I'm always curious to know, and you kind of answered this halfway already. Do when you play games like this and end up in situations like that, where there's different variety of arsenal at your disposal, mm-hmm. do you typically stick with one and just, Hey, this is where I'm comfortable. This is what I like. I'm going to master this one. Or do you spread it out a little bit and experiment or try to match it to the situation? Um, it depends on whatever works with my gameplay. Yeah. If my gameplay works with a certain one and I find that I can like kind of go through everything comfortably, then I'm going to stick with that and only adjust when I need to adjust. Right. Um, but that also changes with the game because then you might get one that's better. Yeah. You know, because like at the beginning I was doing the singular with the the double, like where it's not, they're not disconnected. The Darth I can't Maul. Fucking, the Darth Molly thing. Yeah. Then... As I went through the game, I realized that the dual wield with the bigger sword was better for my gameplay. So I just adjusted. Okay. That's pretty cool. Is there anything in the way of loot? Like, do you, I know in the first iteration, you find pieces for your lightsaber, but those seemed mostly aesthetic. Is there things that you find that adjust the way you fight in terms of like, can I find a better lightsaber? So I will say that this game feels a little bit more like breath of the wild uh jedi version mm-hmm. you know you've got like temples that you can go in that are going to give you more experience and they're also going to give you more loot and you've got loot in the sense of like on different planets different loot is going to act as your currency to buy different things oh cool yeah it's a lot beefier than the first game where it's like the loot on different planets is going to give you different things that are going to go towards aesthetics. That's going to go towards aesthetics of you or your lightsaber. They have like, um, Oh my God, like crests that you can use. Okay. That are going to adjust your, um, perks. Okay. 
Yeah. So I always used like one called wisdom because all it does is just give you like extra experience. So you level oh, okay. up faster. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. but that takes three slots and you only have three slots. So I always kept wisdom there because it, it just leveled me up faster. And I, I always wanted to be at a higher level. <clears throat> um, but you can do other ones that keep your resistance higher, that stop people from stopping your attacks. Like you can kind of do those. And then there's also like um, tons of side quests. Okay. T- tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of side quests with this one so basically what you you are is you're on a planet yep one singular planet to begin yep or not to begin like once the game sort of starts you stop the like the like beginning part in the game starts you're on this one planet and you're in a town and that town has like a cantina and the cantina is essentially just like rickety crickety nobody's in it Mm -hmm. the further you go to further the story the fuller and more lively the cantina gets. Okay, so like as you go out and do a side quest to help so-and-so, they're like, cool, I don't need to worry anymore. I'm going to go to the cantina. And then you see that actual change in that area? Kind of, yeah. And then like also like, say if you further the story and you're like, you go into this one cave and then there's an alien there and you talk to that alien and they're like, oh, I should go to the cantina. You visit them at the cantina and they've got more side quests for you. So there's like the ability to play this game and the replayability of this game is huge because there's just so much to do. I would say almost too much to do. That is because it's like, it's a, it's a lot and it's kind of intimidating and a little hard to follow. Sure. Because I found like the side quests are called rumors. Oh, okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and they're a little bit hard to sort of figure out and follow and, like, a little confusing, I found. Because it doesn't just say, like, like, this is your new side quest. It kind of just, like, blends into the background. Like, here's a new rumor. Whoosh goes into your rumor thing. And then you kind of have to, and then you have to sort of, like, just fucking figure it out. So I, I found them to be a little confusing. But then they'll give you things that are, like, I found to be just more aesthetic or they'll give you more of those things that'll help you with perks. They weren't anything that I was like, I need to do these side quests. I got bored with them quite easily. Yeah. I think for a lot of people who play video games, bang for your buck is a big consideration. So trying to spend, you know, 80 bucks on this game and then you're going to be like, I would love to get a hundred hours out of this game. And I see that mentality a lot for me. It's overwhelming. I don't want like a massive open world experience where you can do anything. Put me on rails. Give me some really fun and engaging gameplay and maybe a cool story. And I think that's honestly what I liked about the time that I spent with the first game in this series is that it did Mm -hmm. feel pretty linear. It was like you can vary from the path a little bit and there's some exploration to be done. But really, you're going point A to point B and figure out your path along the way. So I kind of prefer that. and. Like you said, it can be pretty intimidating to just have a massive amount of side quests to do in a game. I will say you don't have to do them. Yeah. It can be very linear. Once I started to get bored of side quests, I just did linear. And, just went and I just, through. I went straight through. I followed where they told me to go, what they told me to do. And that, that was very linear and easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I will say the, the linear thing you can do if you don't want to do side quests. Okay. I dig that. In terms of world building... Star Wars is a massive, massive franchise. Um, The amount of content related to this franchise is is literally insane. Books, movies, games, comics, TV shows, like everything. And somehow you always end up on the same planet in 80% of them. 
Do, does this do a good job of making you feel like you're in the Star Wars universe? And does it do anything to kind of set itself apart in any meaningful way? I mean, yes, it does. It does make you feel like you're in the Star Wars universe with the, like, you've got the, like, everything sort of looks a little bit like it's been uh, there for a thousand years and it's been lived in or destroyed. Everything kind of looks like it's in ruin. Everything looks really dusty. That's always been my problem with Star Wars is everything looks like it's just really been done over. Nothing looks new. Everything's a Um, sand planet. That's fucking why. Yeah, but no, like even the green planets, like everything's like overgrown in them. And it's just like, do we not have pavement? Anyways, space uh, nature, space nature. So anyways, they, um, I will say with this one, it is another thing where you're really just on one planet. Really? You get to go to a few others. Like I would say there's one main planet, a secondary planet, and then like two other kind of like places you have to visit, but they're not really beefy, big planets. I would say they're more kind of just like moons. Um, So that, that's like with being such a beefy game, especially at like 120 fucking gigs, like it oh, takes yeah. up a, it's insane Cute. with taking that much of your, of your console. You'd think that there would be like more opportunity to build out more planets and for you to travel the universe a bit more, but it is pretty central to just those kind of that small little area. Hmm. That is interesting. I know when we were reviewing fallen order, you had mentioned yes. to me that one of the things you were excited for in survivor was the, <clears throat> visual customization that you could go further than just ponchos and now you could give cal a loincloth did it live up to your expectations how much could you dive in and how much could you really customize so the loincloth was a mod that wasn't something i could do unless. oh that's right yeah but i was able to do uh i did a man bun like a tight man bun well not tight i would say there was some hair falling Mm -hmm. tight man bun like a pirate mustache. So Oops. like must like a mustache that curled on the side with a soul okay. patch. Sure. Pirate mustache. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit on the chin too. Um tight, tight white muscle shirt. Sure. Long sleeve? M- muscle. Oh, like beater. Beater. Got yeah. It. That's a you can't say wife beater. Well, that's why I didn't say wife beater. You said wife beater. Oh my god. You still said beater. I said beater. That could be anything. Meat. <laughs> anyways uh so a white one of those uh and then like an arm armor thing more of like a harness i wanted him to look like he was going to just like a gay circuit party Le- do you want like leather daddy vibes it was giving me but everything was in white and baby blue Ooh. and um and then like blue kind of like pants with like a little sort of like wrap with like a cloth wrap and big boots it was very exciting. It was hot. And BD1, you can really, really customize BD1 in this one. Oh, the customization yeah, 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 yeah. improvements weren't just for the humans. No, and you can change the color. So BD1 was always pink and brown with me. Cute. And my uh, lightsaber was always like a light pink. Eventually, okay. I made it green and baby blue. Great. Green and baby blue lightsaber? Yeah, so like my entire thing colors. was like a... Like, you could change, like, little aspects of, like, each part of the lightsaber you could change. So I made mine green, like a, like a lime electric green and, like, yeah. a blue. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And, like, it cool. was, like, a bright baby blue. Yeah, it was cool. How you, The color custom, customization was almost endless on this one, but you had to discover them. 
So this is slightly off topic, but how do you feel about the mullet making a comeback? I think it's hot. Yeah, you're into it. Oh, hugely into it. You yeah. are pro mullet. Ooh, yeah, pro mullet. I mean, I like something to grab onto. So sure. Nice. Back on topic a little bit more here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> throughout your adventures, um, you know, we made comparisons last time about how this could be a bit of a Star Wars Dark Souls combination here if you played it on a higher level in that you kill a bunch of small enemies enemies respawn if you rest you collect all of your experience and dump it all at once and then you fight big bosses at the end of the year are there any bosses or enemy design that really stand out for you and stick in your memory even after having finished it a little while ago not really i mean i would say it's kind of the same old same old for like the bosses they're all just like they look kind of cool but i feel like they're they made a little bit more sense uh but it was still the same sort of thing as you never get that last hit in oh they kept cutting into cutscenes for you they always cut into a cutscene you never get that last fucking fucking edging you man yeah and I, and what i like like you know like in kingdom hearts where you hit that last thing and everything goes in slow motion and you're yeah. you get that nice bit of relief they just they always put you on that that cusp of like never letting you have that yeah. and if they do kill off that character it happens in the cutscene and you're like oh fuck you buddy like i wanted to do that yeah so that's that my only like real big complaint i don't like that I get that. I get that for sure. That is that yeah. is a big, big frustration. With this game, why, mm. we haven't even talked on the story really in any way. So we come back five five years later. Cal is captured, not captured, and he gets free. And his friend Chode, Bode, Bode, Chode, Bode is with him. And what what are they trying to accomplish from the the onset here? So you're kind of just on the same boat as last time. You're just sort of still trying to, like, save these Jedis or find, like, other Jedis and, like, make sure that they're not killed. And you're trying to kind of protect them and fight the resistance, but also, like, fight. Because there's two different things now. So there's the Empire. Bad. And there's Empire's bad. But then there's also the Republic or High Republic. Yeah. There's two different people that you're fighting now. Double bad. Resistance is the good guys in the Yeah, movies. it's not the resistance. So not the it's, resistance. It's somebody else. It's basically there's like everyone is fighting. So you have the the guys that I can't remember. Sorry. I feel like a fucking <laughs> idiot sick. right now. I'm sick. sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. So you have them and then you also have like the big bads, you know, the the Imperial Guard and all that with Vader and stuff. So like them. Got you. Yeah. And you're fighting them, and then it's kind of just like built up around that. I get it's, it's where again, you're at right now. It's a fucking confusing story, though. If you're not a Star Wars fan, you're kind of just like, huh? Was Vader there? Vader does make an appearance at the end, yeah. But you don't kill him, I bet. <sighs> well, I mean, Vader is in the mainline story. You can't kill him in this one, or it doesn't make any sense. Oh, it would make no sense if you took out Vader. Sense. No, hey, did no. I show you my Charizard? Yeah, you did. Okay, I just wanted to brag about it one more time. Um, (laughs) How many hours did you get out of this game? I would say 40. And you 
pretty much pretty much mainlined it you said i mainlined but i also like did a lot of exploring and i did a lot of side quests at the beginning but at the end like i would say the last 10 hours were mainline i just i couldn't be bothered anymore as you progress into a game yeah are you hoping to have it finished to kind of like wrap it up and feel this sense of gratification of finishing it or are you in the kind of boat of uh this is so good i hope it doesn't end oh my god i remember the plot okay (laughs) the whole thing you're trying to find this hidden planet that will be a safe haven for um for like refugees and jedis you say refugees did i say refugees maybe oh my god Anyways, you're trying to find it, this planet. So okay. that's the fucking plot. Jesus you're Christ! Trying that to took find me like out. a safe haven. You've heard tell of a. It's been hidden. Hard it's a, it's to a planet. Place. No, it's a planet that's been hidden. Who They've hid the hidden planet? Jedi's. How do you hide a planet? Space magic. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> you explain that away. Great. I loved it. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Space magic. They hide the planet and they have to find it. Yeah, true. And then the other evil Jedi people want to also find the planet mm. to then make sure whoever comes there, they kill them. Of course. Step, step. Yeah. yeah. Stab, stab? Lightsaber, step, step, step. Step, 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 step. step. Would you recommend this game to a friend? Uh, Yeah. Who should play this? Who are the right people? I mean, Star Wars fans, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I would say, if you're someone who kind of likes the sort of Dark Souls esque kind of game mm-hmm. i think you'd enjoy it and it's also if you someone who enjoyed the first one but you want a little bit more and want a little bit more of that kind of like breath of the wild feel then yeah i would say go for it what if i didn't play the first one uh, you'll uh, you think fucking star wars is confusing you will be lost okay lost at sea okay play the first one but is this better than the first one uh <sighs> Like, yeah, but not much. Okay. I would say it's pretty on par. I respect it. Yeah. Story's a little bit better. Like, mm-hmm. there's more to the story. The The ending is beautiful. The ending's like, absolutely emotionally gorgeous. or visually? They, they, I think the ending has just a little bit more of, like, a, um, a story. I found the other one had a little bit, left a little bit more to the imagination and left a little bit more to a sequel. This one felt like it was the ending of a story felt more of like an ending of the store of a story that you could still build on but i didn't feel like i was just like well what the fuck happens now you know like so something fucking happened did it feel like they left it open for a third game in the series yeah i think you could do a third you could okay. do a third yeah if you could add one thing to the third game what would you add loan class <laughs> perfect <laughs> not co-op nice. so you can play with your buddy Nah. Nah, loincloths. <laughs> loincloths. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there anything else that's really important that we need to know about this game? Uh, No. Cool. Rate it for us. Yeah. Tell us. I mean, I would give this one a seven naked Cameron Monahans out of ten. I've seen his butt. Oh, please. Of course I've seen his butt. I've seen his butt, so... Just seven out of ten. That's pretty middling, honestly. Yeah, like it was good. It was it was good, but I didn't find myself like rushing to my 
PS5 to play it every day. You know, yeah. like I, I kind of played it a little more casually. Sure. I did have those moments where I would be like, it would be like time for me to go to bed and play for the extra hour. It did keep me, mm-hmm. but it wasn't one where I was like the first one. I was like, I'm finishing this shit. You yeah. know, I'm playing and this game's going to be done. I didn't find that same sort of pull. Sure. What are you going to play next? I honestly think I'm going to play that, um, that Pinocchio game. You're going to play Liza P. I think I'm going to play. Yeah, I think I'm going to play that. Um, And then I think I still need to touch Breath of the Wild. I am so bad. I have not Breath touched it. Breath of the Wild it. or Tears of the King? That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have not touched it. And I'm honest to God, not really sure. There's not a lot of games that are really exciting me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a little kind of like eh, on what to play. So if anybody has any suggestions, um, I'm sure after everything you've heard us talk about, you know what I like. So is it cute? And can you objectify the hot men? Oh, I'm fucking in. Perfect game. Also, my mouse just died. Like, what do you where's mean? The, the, the it's not lighting lighting up anymore. Where's all the rainbow colors? But does it still clicky click? Yeah. Where's the aesthetics? Ah, we'll figure it out. We'll make that work. Don't I worry. Gotta buy a new mouse. Gotta buy a new mouse. I've been playing Tunic, and I think I'll actually finish that up right after this stream. So we'll have that? that to talk about next week. I'm excited. Perfect. I've actually really wanted to play that, so I'm excited I to hear think... what you think you'll enjoy that we'll talk more about that next week but i think you're going to hate lies of p you're gonna hate it play the demo make sure people are watching you stream it you're gonna fucking hate it i don't think i'm gonna hate it all right i want you to love it we've talked about this i want you to have things in your life that you love i want you to just be joyous while playing this game i don't think you will be really yeah Hmm. it's gonna be a tough one Okay. Well, I'll play the demo on stream uh, Tuesday mm-hmm. um, when I'm back, um, and I will let you know. Please do. Or maybe I I'll will. watch. Ooh, I'd love if you watch. I love when you watch me. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for joining us again for another week of It's Dangerous to Go Alone. We really appreciate it. We are going to be bringing you so much more content in the next few weeks. Uh, we will be recording our... Dungeons and Drag Queens tuck and roll moment for all of you guys. So we're really excited to be bringing that content to you. And yeah, anyway, you guys want to support us. We really appreciate it. And Jackson's going to tell you his, uh, our socials. Gang, I've been really ramping it up over at Instagram there. Uh, it danger pod. <laughs> it's been a really good time. If you want to give us game suggestions, just throw a comment on literally any video there and be like, juice, play this game. And that's how we're going to take it officially. I want to say thank you to everybody for listening, especially you, Jeffrey. I appreciate it. The fuck is Jeffrey? I don't know, but if there's a Jeffrey out there, he's going to feel pretty fucking special. Ah, thanks, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, everyone.